Welcome to PRSA, the podcast of the Houston chapter of the Public Relations Society of America. On PRSA, we spotlight our talented members and get to know each other a little better. If you are a PRSA Houston chapter member and don't get a chance to network as much as you'd like or are unable to attend our in-person events, here's your chance to connect with your fellow members. Welcome to PRSA. This is the podcast of the Houston chapter of the Public Relations Society of America. I am your host, Veronica Sofer with Veronica V. Sofer Public Relations, and I have the honor of introducing you every week to phenomenal guests who are also members of our chapter, because here at PRSA, we want to make sure that our members are getting connected, leveraging relationships, and building authentic relationships. So if you are listening on our podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss any episodes of PRSA. And if you are watching on Facebook or YouTube, drop us some comments. And if you catch the replay, hashtag replay, so my guests and I can go back and connect. So with that, we're going to go ahead and bring on today's guest. I have a fantastic guest joining us. We have Megan Colglin from our, uh, here we go, APR. There she is, Megan. There Hello, you are. How are you? Great. Thank you so much. So tell us where you're from um, and uh, how you got into PRSA Houston. Yeah, well, I'm actually from Mississippi, but I've been living in Houston now for five years. And that's how I got started with PRSA Houston, was moving here uh, to start a new career and got connected with PRSA Houston and somehow managed to go through the whole leadership track and end up as president in 2021. Uh, And now I'm the immediate past president uh, here in 2022 on the board and really, really have loved my time with PRSA Houston. I can't say uh, there's so many good things about our organization. I love it so much. Yeah, it's been a fantastic opportunity. And you led us through the the pandemic. And so we didn't have as many networking opportunities in person or any for a while there. Uh, tell us a little bit about how important membership and staying connected is, especially when we're in situations like that. Yeah, 2021 uh, threw us for a loop again. We thought we were going to be right back in person, back to our networking, and we still were in in that pandemic. But networking is so important for this organization. That's really the the foundation of who we are. And so I always encourage members who are a part of PRSA Houston, do whatever you can to connect. It's really up to you. We have our social media platforms. We have this wonderful podcast. We have events, but you've got to really take uh, the lead and take the initiative to be involved and to get to know other members and take take on the benefits that we have at PRSA Houston. And uh, last year during the pandemic, something that we started was uh, the monthly president's message, which was just a, a video I started uh, in my house, bad camera quality, very authentic, <laughs> just to try to connect with people uh, since we weren't seeing each other as often. And now we have this great podcast, and uh, I hope that people are trying to find ways to connect, even if we're back to a new normal. Uh, just staying connected is really, really important for for our profession, our industry. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you're joining us from the Houston Galveston Area Council, and I'm really excited about today's chat just because we haven't quite connected with a member who's in uh, the government space the way you are. And I just, uh, there's so many different perspectives. I have a background in um, government work. And so it's difficult sometimes when you are networking with a member who's just done agency work or just done creative to 
to really share and connect on some of those things. So I was hoping you could tell us a little bit about what that world is like from a PR sense. Yeah, you know, the government sector is is a totally different world. Public sector is just different than I think uh, your agency communications or, or any other type of corporate communications. And, and the reason for that is that your audience is very vast and it's very broad. And I know for me working at the Houston Galveston Area Council, we cover 13 counties with 7 million people. We have a diverse audience with different backgrounds and how we communicate to individuals in Colorado County is different than how we might communicate to in individuals living in Houston. Mm -hmm. And so you really have to know your audience and you really have to know to connect with them because what, 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 we do and, and other government entities, sometimes people aren't that interested, even though they should be. And you have to make government relevant, interesting, and you have to establish trust. And we know in today's society with everything being politicized, that's really hard to do. PR Say is brought to you by Veronica V. Sofer Public Relations. We design and execute personal visibility strategies for businesses, organizations, authors, and entrepreneurs who are ready to up-level their brands and leverage earned media to legitimize their place in the niche. Visit us at veronicavsofer.com or connect on LinkedIn. Yeah, it really is. And what are some of the strategies that you use um, in, in the space that you're in? Because you are, you're dealing with public policy, you're dealing with a whole lot of things that are not widgets and gidgets, you know? So tell us a little bit about how that communication strategy is a little bit different for you. Yeah, I mean, I think it really goes back to the foundation of our, our profession, and that's research. And it's, it's really using the research to hone into who your audience is and understanding what their opinions are, what their attitudes are toward topics, and also how they, how they best receive their communication and what messaging you're sending to them. What I have found working in a government is the government sector tends to have, uh, tends to have an approach that, hey, I've got this information and I have to get it out. But they don't think about the two-way factor that there is someone on the receiving end and do they want to receive that message that way? Are you framing it in a way that they'll understand it? And are you getting it out in a way that evokes some sort of connection or some sort of action? And I will say that with what we do at HGAC, we have a lot of public meetings, a lot of public listening sessions. We have a lot of planning that requires public comment. And sometimes we have a hard time getting people to engage. And it, 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 and I wonder if part of that is, are we going to where they're at? Are we meeting them where they are? Or are we just simply saying, hey, you should come to this public meeting because it's important. So that's something that we definitely deal with on a regular basis is really trying to use the research to build our strategic plan, but truly knowing who our audience is and how we can best reach them where they are. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so important. And I wonder too, if um, people are more engaged and want to connect when they're in crisis. So I'm sure you saw ebbs and flows when during the pandemic or maybe even during hurricane season versus when things were not as chaotic. Um, people didn't need some or didn't think they needed some of those resources. So how do you deal with that challenge? Yeah, that's an excellent observation. We do have a hurricane outreach program at HGAC, and we have noticed that right around the time that storms are coming in or it's hurricane season, 
you really do have an uptick in website activity, social media engagement. But the challenge there is just like you said, how do you keep people engaged when it's not just crisis mode? And, uh, you know, I don't think we have a, a, a magical solution to that. But it's really trying to find that message that is relevant to to individuals and what's relevant to them right now uh, and and trying to engage them in different ways that might be a little bit different than your average public meeting or another another government, uh, you know, outreach campaign. It, it's truly trying to find different ways, especially with so much going on out there. You have news on social media, news on TV. How do you get your story out there? Um, it's it's definitely it's definitely a challenge. Yeah. Absolutely. And tell us a little bit about your team. Um, I, I've had an opportunity to, to meet some different folks, but th another another great component of being in the government space when you're of service is that that community engagement really calls for events, for forums, for people to, to capture those communications. And I know you can't do that on your own. <laughs> That is right. I, I am very truly uh, lucky, Veronica, that I have a team of talented professionals that do communications and outreach. And to be honest, that is the the thing that I enjoy the most about about what I do is working with them and having the um, having the ability to, to lead them and, and guide them through what we do. But yes, uh, my team does all kinds of different things from the outreach portion of public comments and public meetings, but also the, the creative side of creating videos and graphic design, along with uh, storytelling and messaging and working with the media. I really truly have a dynamic team of individuals that know how to together collaboratively know what the mission is, know what the goal is, come together and execute all of that. And it's, a, it's an amazing site that I see every day, whether we're in the office or we're virtual, they are just an amazing group of people. And I couldn't, I couldn't be where I am without them. And neither could the Houston Galveston Area Council. It's, uh, it's, it's really wonderful to work with that team. Yeah, well, Megan, that's really um, just a testament to your leadership. And I will say that as folks are considering uh, moving up in their career, uh, there are a couple of things that I know PRSA can help with, including APR, but really mentoring and other types of leadership development. Tell us about how you've tapped into some of that. I know you have your APR and how it's benefited you as a leader. Yeah, uh, there's so many opportunities out there. And it's interesting because I think we all have this idea of what leadership is supposed to look like, sound like, how it's supposed to be packaged. But you don't have to have a certain title to be a leader. And like you just said, there's so many opportunities with organizations like PRSA Houston, serving on a committee, serving on the board, or looking at getting your APR. Uh, for me, the APR changed my life. Uh, it, it was it was something that propelled me into that next step of moving from being a tactician to a strategic communicator. I had so many opportunities open up with job opportunities, more leadership opportunities that I can't stress enough how important the APR is. But going back to what leadership looks like, anybody can be a leader, whether that's in your, your own team and you're able to bring people together to solve an issue, whether it's leading by example and just doing the right thing whether it's coaching uh, someone else who might str be struggling with something instead of saying, well, you know, if I can figure it out, they can figure it out. Uh, it's, it's about being very positive and encouraging 
and uh, setting yourself aside. Truly, leadership is is there's a lot of sacrifice. Uh, and sometimes, to be honest, it, it may not be all glory and fun uh, at the end of the day because there's <laughs> right. a lot of tough, tough decisions and a lot of challenges that you have to deal with. But for me, it's, it's definitely worth it when you see that you've made a positive impact either in people's lives or in organizations like PRSA Houston. Yeah. Oh, that's a great plug for, for the organization, but more importantly, for the things you can do as a, as in growing as a leader. So Megan, before we wrap up, how can people connect with you? Um, I know we are starting to have more in-person events. We've got mixers, we've got other opportunities. We've got our calendar full at PRSA Houston chapter. How can people connect with you? Yeah. So I'm uh, very active on LinkedIn. So if people will just connect with me on LinkedIn, I am there. And I hope to see I hope to see more connections uh, on LinkedIn. I'd appreciate that. Awesome, great. Well, thank you so much. I've enjoyed our chat, and I can't wait to see you again in person. Absolutely, nice to talk to you, Veronica. Thank you so much. You bet. All right, guys, that was another episode of Saturday of. PRSA. And I got to tell you that um, I appreciate Megan's leadership so much because during the pandemic, it was so difficult to stay connected with our professionals. And there was a lot of opportunities for us to connect virtually. And now that we're back in person, it's time to join us at these events so that we can make more connections and really grow our network of professionals here in the Houston chapter of PRSA. So if you are listening on our podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss any episodes. And if you are watching on Facebook or YouTube, leave us some comments and Megan and I will definitely follow up. Thank you so much. And we'll catch you next time.